It's that time of year. Finally here. We've been waiting for this for months, and it's finally here, everybody. The NFL is one day away from being back, and you know what that means. It's time for Julian and I to do our daily, our predictions, our awards, our playoff Super Bowl matchup. Everything is going to go down to right now. What's up, brother? Let's get it popping. Bobby, this is fantastic. Yesterday we had the big AFC East roundtable. Yes. Everyone check that out. This is it was pure comedy. Four divisional foes battling each other back and forth, giving great points of what their teams have done. Every team got a break broke down. Nice one. Jets, Patriots, Bills, Dolphins, in-depth analysis of what happened, where they think they can go. A lot of realistic takes, a lot of outside the box takes. We had a oh, lot yeah. of fun last a night. Of a lot of them were pretty crazy, but hey, it's the preseason. Well, no, it's not because there is no preseason. Yeah. See how weird this is? Like, there's no preseason, so anything can happen. This is going to be a crazy year. I'm excited. So me and Bobby are going to try our best to give you our best takes of what we think is going to go down in the playoff predictions, and we're going to do our awards as well. So what? why don't we just get right to the playoffs? I like doing awards after. I think you agree as well. Yeah. So AFC, NFC, how about we break down each division, what we think is going to happen, and then – We'll do our seedings. Yeah, so um, we'll start. Let's start with the AFC East again, like we did last night, real yeah. quick. Um, AFC East, in my opinion, I think it's until somebody dethrones the Patriots. Even though we don't have Tom Brady anymore, we lost a lot of key players to the Dolphins. Um, yeah, it's it remains to be seen. I still think the Patriots are still. The favorite, but the Buffalo Bills, what they've done, they are breathing down our necks. And I'm going to say this, like I said last night, I think the Patriots and Bills have the same record at the end of the year. I think the second to last game, week 16, the Patriots play the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. That game will determine, and I'm going to say this, that game will determine the winner of the AFC East. So I'm, uh, it's going to be a big game that Monday night. It's for everything. Cam Newton with his new team, he's, re he's fresh, he's fired up, he's ready to go. But for the AFC, in my opinion, AFC East, excuse me, it's between the Patriots and Bills. Okay, so you have, you have them both making the playoffs or only one of them makes it? Both of them. Okay, so there's two of your seven playoff teams right there. And that would be something because we haven't seen this division come down to the end in God knows how long. Yep. 2002, it sticks out to me, but I know actually the last time we probably saw it was the Matt Castle situation when you guys went 11 and five and, and Dolphins beat us. Like that was probably one of the last times the division was actually close. It's over 10 years already, so craziness if that Absolute, goes down. Yeah. But it's setting up like that this year. But I have a different take on it. Mm -hmm. But I do think Buffalo is going to be 10 and six. I think the Jets will be nine and seven. I think we'll sneak in. Patriots, I think, will take a step back. He'll be in a seven and eight win range. I think Dolphins will be six to seven. So we'll see what happens. The key for the Jets is going to be going four and two in that division. Split their games against the Bills and Patriots and hopefully sweep Miami, which is easier said than done. We always struggle with them. So we'll see. I have two playoff teams as well. I'm going with the Bills and the Jets. Okay. You know, uh, you know anything's possible. Nothing is – out of the box right now because literally we don't know what's going to happen. So, I mean, uh, my take, I hope that doesn't happen, but we will see. We both could agree the Buffalo Bills will be there. Um, let's move on to the AFC 
Let's do the AFC. Let's go to the AFC South. All right, yeah, let's change it for that South Club. All right, so the South, I've been thinking about a lot. We all know that one team has no chance, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we could take them out of the equation right now. The only thing they're in the equation for is the first pick. (laughs) Tank for uh, Trevor. They they just get rid of Fournette. They trade in Cockway. They've got their whole team. Everyone knows already. So it's a three-team race in this division, and it almost seems like a toss-up to me. Titans, Texans, and Colts. Now, my question to you is, before you tell me your order, how many playoff teams do you think we get out of those three? You think it's a one-man makes it? You think it's a two out of them? Like, how are you feeling about that? I'm going to go with two. I'm still okay. very, very high on Deshaun Watson, what he could do. He just got paid. And listen, they don't have DeAndre Hopkins anymore. Unfortunately, I think that was one. We all agree. We don't need to go deep into this. One of the dumbest things you've ever seen. And he just got a nice extension with Arizona, so he's happy. But uh, I think Deshaun Watson makes – he's the type of quarterback who makes players around him better. And adding a Randall Cobb, adding Brandon Cooks, if he could stay healthy. Because, by the way, guys, Brandon Cooks injured, and he might not play on Sunday. Sorry, he might not play tomorrow. So it's all right, we're getting back in the flow. Every day is the same right yeah, now. It's yeah, he might not play this week, so gotta watch yeah, out for that. But uh, the thing is, they got David Johnson, who I th- who in my take, I think he's gonna go back to form. I've said that in recent shows, but I'm gonna tell you this: I think the Titans they just got Jadavian Clowney. This offense is still there. Ryan Tannehill, look what he did last year. Is he a fluke? Will he keep it up? He'll keep it up. He, okay. I think what he needed was a change of scenery, and look what it did. Look okay. at, uh, I think this defense is, uh, in my opinion, for the Titans, I think their secondary took a step back, losing Logan Ryan. That was uh, Malcolm Butler. You never know what you're going to get with him. Who would know better than me? Right. But, uh, I, will, I will say that the Titans, I'm still high on them. Derrick Henry, of course. The receiving course, absolutely filthy. Corey Davis. Still, Adam Humphreys, um, A.J. Brown, their stud. But it's just – they are still good. And I, I'm going to tell you this, man. The, I, I don't see them going away anytime soon. I think their defense, they finally got that pass rusher. Now they got Vic Beasley on one side and Jadavian. What's going on with Vic Beasley? Is he Philly ball there? We know he has some situation yeah. no, with him no, disappearing. No. No, no, he, has he, he turned his head on straight? No, he's got his head on straight. That's He's a scary got- thought because they'll have him and Clowney as long as his head his head is on straight as well. But you know what? I'm gonna agree with you. The Titans are winning this division. I you're going with Titans. You're going yeah. with Titans winning the I'm division. Titans. Uh, I'm gonna tell you what. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna agree with you. I think it's gonna be a tight race, but the Texans and Titans will make. There's four of my seven right there. I have the Titans going 11 and five. I think they're gonna pick up right where they left okay. off. I think they're gonna be great this year. I don't trust the Texans because of Bill O'Brien, honestly. I think the Texans are going to be right in that floundering area, 8-8, eight and 9-7. Eight, and seven. I just don't trust him. And, like, the receivers are a lot worse. The Lions, David Johnson, I'm not fully sold on yet. I want to be in on David, but I'm not at this point. I got to see it to believe it because he hasn't been relevant in a few years. That's where I'm at with him right now. Well, I but, think the injuries took over. That's another uh, thing. That yeah, you're right. I'm not saying – we'll see. We'll see. I'm just not as fully in as you are with David. I think the Colts are around eight wins as well. I'm only going to take the Titans as a playoff team in that division. Okay. Okay. I respect that. In, in terms of the Colts, 
them getting them paying Philip Rivers what twenty five million dollars for one year. Uh, I think that you will see their production a lot much better than what um than what it was last year with Brissett. But uh, and I also think for play anybody who took T Y Hilton in fantasy, you won't regret it because he's going to light it up with Philip Rivers. But in terms of that, I think that like we talked, Jonathan Taylor, I think is going to take over. I think they're going to really right transition into the running team that they want to be with Jonathan Taylor. But this year it's listen, uh, Philip Rivers is not the type of player who's going to bring it to the promised land. So it's, it's for me, I think the it's Titans and Texans. They will both go to the playoffs. Now here's something interesting we should do. Well, maybe we can still have time to do it. How about the biggest question mark in each division? Like well, each division will give the biggest question mark. Like AFC East was your biggest question mark. AFC South was your biggest question mark. AFC East, my biggest question mark is going to be, you know what? With them, I want to. My question mark is the the Jets. Okay. I'm gonna go something with the my question mark with them is the Jets. I want to see how that offensive line clicks. See how Sam, when he has time, what he could do. Um, the South, my question mark is if Philip Rivers is gonna be the guy and help them win games. That's a question mark for me. I, I have. The- the same I have similar thoughts to you. I mean, okay. AFC East, I'm still going with Josh Allen. I don't believe, and I'm not okay. going to until he shuts me up and proves it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to die on this hill. He's my biggest question mark in the AFC East and the AFC South. I agree. It's Philip Rivers. What Philip Rivers are we going to get? Yeah. And he actually make this Colts team a contender. All the pieces are there, but me and you both have our doubts because. He's just not that dude anymore, and he's no. old. He didn't look good last year. The Chargers had a ton of weapons as well. The only thing is the line will be much better in Indy, so oh. maybe another shot here. We'll see. Absolutely. That offensive line is arguably the best offensive line in football, mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, I think Philip Rivers, you know what? He's – when he was in – uh, I keep saying it's San Diego. When right. he was with the Chargers, <laughs> he was – you know what? You can't take away what he did. He he played very well with them. He never took them to a Super Bowl. He just never won he, the big game. No, nope, like he took them to the champ- Listen, he played in the AFC Championship game with a torn ACL. Yeah, you got to give him props for that. Obviously. The guy's tough as nails. Yeah. He's, but And I'm going to tell you what, he's going to help win some games in, in uh, Indianapolis, but what are we going to get? I don't think, yeah. you know. What were the last year, 7-9? Yeah, 7-9. to nine. So can he make them get to 10 and 6? Can he make them get to 9 and 7? That's the big question. Can he make that difference of the two to three wins? That's the big question mark, basically. Because 8 and 8 is not going to get it done. No. So he needs to make a difference, two to three wins. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So what division do you like, AFC North or AFC West? Which one do you want to go to? Uh, you know what? Let's go to the uh, let's go to the West, and I'll start right. it off this time. Uh, listen to me, guys. If anybody thinks that I'm gonna bet against the Kansas City Chiefs, you're sadly mistaken. Yeah, this team right. is going to this team will win 13 games this year. They're gonna go 13 and three. Uh, it's they're going to blow teams out. Their defense. I'm still not really sold on their secondary. That's um, fair. Without Brashard Brilliant, who's suspended. But how long is he yeah. suspended for? Four games. Oh, okay. Games they'll be all right, I think. Yeah. But maybe uh, the they do one. have the honey badger Tyron Matthew. They have Thornhill, who they who was injured last year. Their other safety, who by the way is a very, very good player. They got Frank Clark to pass rush. They brought back Chris Jones on an extension. 
Mm. Of course, they gave the king. You guys, everyone wants to claim him the king. Patty Mahomes, I give credit where credit's due. This guy is the best quarterback in football right now. that paper, boy. He, he, and everybody's <laughs> trying to get that Mahomes money now. So Watson also a big deal. Watson got three. a big deal. People are getting paid. But the, what the Chiefs have done, they extended uh, uh, Kelsey. They, Tyree Kill last year got an extension. They, all their core, which is young, and they all stuck together until yeah. team-friendly They're really deals. giving themselves a nice window. And I think we both agree. In two or three years, it's going to collapse because they just can't keep up paying all A hundred percent. It will collapse. So but all this happen. money – it's going to be like the Ravens back then, remember? With, with Flacco? Yep, except this team is much better than that one, I think. Oh, hell yeah. I, I really think the Chiefs, yeah, they're going to win the division. There's not, we're not going to surprise you guys with that. The Chiefs are going to go 12-4. and four. I'm going to say 12-4 and because I think they might struggle a little bit early. Sometimes it's tough for the reigning Super Bowl champs. 11-5, worst case. I think they were 11-5 last year, right? 11 and 5, 12 and 4. They were 12, they were 12 and 4 last year. Okay. Well, yeah, I think they'll be in that sweet spot again. They'll be good enough to win the division. So now, my, my biggest question in this division is actually about Drew Locke. It's he, how good is Drew Locke? Can he make the Broncos a contender? That's my question in this division. Also, who's going to be your second team? I feel like it's really up for grabs with the Raiders, Chargers, and Broncos. You know what? That was spot on, brother. Very, very good point with Drew Locke. I can tell you this right now. They love Drew Locke. He, they, they feel like they found their guy. And since uh, John Elway lost Peyton Manning to retiring, we all he's could agree. It, he's really had, a ba- had bad luck finding a replacement. Oh, yeah. Not this time. He found his guy. Drew Locke is good. You're sold on him? Oh, I'm sold. What I see, very right. poised in the pocket. I think a lot of teams that passed up Drew Locke, by the way, made a big mistake in my opinion. He, he, you know what? He sat when he came in. He bought into the system very, very well. He do, he's a very good player. Well, I and, mean, they gave him all the tools to succeed. They added Hammer, Judy, and, and Gordon. And, yeah, and they still have Cortland Sutton. And, and, and Sand, too. And no, yep, exactly. So he has so much stuff to succeed, and the defense is not bad. But unfortunately, yesterday, Von Miller yesterday uh, tore a tendon in his ankle, and he's out for the year. So that's a big blow to their defense. So who's going to step up on that defense with the loss of um, Von Miller? But for me, my question mark is Derek Carr. Is that I think this is a make or break year. He's tired of being disrespected. Derek, you were once the highest paid quarterback a few years ago. And you did not prove a thing. You have not – you uh, – to me, I need to see more. You're mm-hmm. tired of being disrespected. Listen, your offensive line in the beginning was a bit shaky. Your weapons were a bit shaky. You got a speeder. You got a burner now in Henry Ruggs. You just lost Tyrell Williams, I understand. But you got Darren Waller. You got oh, Ruggs. Lord. You got uh, Brian Big Edwards. Who, by Big the way, stuff. you ready for this, Jules? Week one starters for the Raiders, their wide receivers are rookies. Braylon, Ed, uh, Brian Edwards and Henry Ruggs are the starters at receiver for him. Wow. So Henry all, Edwards is the second receiver already? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, because of the injury well. to Tyrell Williams. And they and have Renfro's in the, in the slot, slot still, right? And running back Josh Jacobs. This team has the tools to succeed. Jacobs even is a on, dog, bro. Jacobs he's is so good. He, but, but my question is, can now you – Make people respect you. That's my question. You want respect? Show me something. And that's a good point. And we'll see what. That's my biggest question mark in this. But in this division, I'm sorry, it's one team, Kansas City. I think you could agree. 
So uh, you think- oh, I didn't. T- I'm sorry. I'm sorry about this. Uh, the Chargers. The one thing with them is, you know what? They got a lot of injuries right now. With mm. uh, you know, Keenan Allen did just get paid. He's not going anywhere. I'm kind of upset about that. Yeah. See, I agree. <laughs> uh, but Ty- Mike Williams is injured. They don't know when he's coming back. That's a problem. Uh, the running back situation, in my opinion, I think losing Melvin Gordon was a big loss for them. I don't think people are talking about that enough. Right. Uh, they think Edwards going to slide in and just do the job. We're going to have to see. But in my opinion, I think that Melvin Gordon really uh, really gave them a dynamic player that the, that gave Austin Eckler all these opportunities. Now, Austin Eckler is the starter. We'll see what he could do. But last year, early on in the year when he, did, when he was the starter, he did just fine. So we'll see. But in terms of the quarterback situation – it's Tyrod Taylor. When are they going to go to Herbert? We don't That's know what we're going to see. Of course. If you watch Hard Knocks, which I oh, have to stale before the season. Oh my god! I happen. totally forgot it was on last night. Wow! I totally forgot. I have to watch. I'm going to like binge watch all of them. Like, I'm going to have to uh, right after this. I'm going to watch that. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Wow! I got to do um, one that's drive too. I got to catch. I got to get my football stuff. Gone. Yeah, yeah. You know what, dude? I've been uh. You know what? Uh, getting into the spirit of football, what I do here is I have the TV literally all day, not on ESPN. It's on NFL Network. So yeah, I was gets watching me, this morning. So getting it popping with that. But with the with the Chargers, I just – and also, by the way, their defense is one of the most underrated units in the league with Melvin Ingram, who's trying to get paid. Joey Bosa got a That's huge extension. They got Casey Hayward. They got Chris Harris now coming over in free agency That's from the Broncos. I like that. And, but they lost Derwin James again. That's huge. I can't believe that happened He's again. A, I feel so bad because he could be them. one of the best players in football and injuries are taking a toll on him. He's only like 23 years old. That's the good news for him. you got to hope he can brush it off. He's out for the year or how many weeks? He's out for the year. Yeah, that's what I thought. Wow. The good news is he's still young, so hopefully he can put it behind him and come back next year. But – we're going to have to see. So now I guess I'm going to say a couple of things here. Some, I'm going to give you a surprising take, I think. I yeah. still believe the Broncos get second place and they'll sneak into a playoff spot despite losing Von Miller. Wow. Okay. Okay. And I also – here's my concern with them, though, and I want to see what you know about this. What's up with Bradley Chubb? Bradley Chubb? I mean, they're going to need him to step up now, big time with the loss of Von Miller, and can he do it? You know what? Last year, if you saw it, with well, isn't he injured with the ACL? That's what I'm worried about. Bradley Chubb? Is he good from, to go week one? From what I'm hearing, he's fine. Oh, okay. Well, he got hurt last year, I guess. I guess, like, there may be. No, no. From what I'm hearing, he's fine. He's going to be ready to go from what I hear. And listen, they're going to need him now. Oh, more okay. Than ever. I see this. What, well, what? Now I'm seeing some stuff. I saw two days ago he won't be on the pitch. Oh, he's going to be on a snap count, but he's going to play. All right. Okay. I mean, that's good enough. It's, At least, like, get listen, him in. I Listen, mean, the first four weeks, he'll be on a snap count. After week, after week four, he's going to light it up. He's going to have to if the Broncos want to do what I said. So that's for sure. And yeah. the Chargers, the, my biggest question with them is um, Drew Locke. I mean, not Drew Locke. Justin Herbert, what week do you think he takes over? Because like we always say, when Tyrod Taylor is a starting quarterback, you know he's just there for a few weeks until you eventually turn the keys over to the rookie. Happened with Baker Mayfield. Happened with – Josh Allen? No, it didn't happen with Josh Allen. But no. what happened in Buffalo? Who did he turn into in Buffalo? I'm trying to remember. In Buffalo, it was uh. Who took over for him in Buffalo? That like he ends oh. up getting on the on the scripts. I'm trying to remember. <clears throat> I think he in Buffalo. Who did he? T- oh my God! It was it's uh. All right. I mean, uh, that's tough. I I forgot about that. With I, we, I can look quick. 
quickly, but like, okay, but we know, yeah. But honestly, what week do you think Herbert takes over? That's the more important question. Uh, I'm going to go with week six. So you think week six? I'm going to give it four weeks. I think it's going to happen pretty quickly. Now, do you think? See, I don't see why they wouldn't. Do you see Herbert coming in and lighting it up right away? Being uh, successful? That's the thing. I'm on the fence about it because I like him, but I don't know if he's going to light it up right away. I'm still trying to see. It's tough I, because we haven't got anything in preseason. We haven't seen him actually throw in the NFL yet. There's been concerns about his motion and whatnot, and if he could pick up the NFL offense. So I think it might be a learning curve for him for a little, for a little bit. That's a good take. I like that. Uh, when you watch Hard Knocks, the one thing, he, his, uh, they did talk to him about his mechanics. They did. His throwing motion is too long, right? Yeah, it, it's funny you say that. They did. But then there's times he's like, he actually – Here's the thing with him. He makes mistakes, but then he'll come in and he'll just light it up. And also, uh, this offense will be an RPO type of offense, by the way. They're going to use that for him. I yep. like that. That's the type of offense he was in college. Yeah, so then in this division, Oakland, I think, is going to be third. I think Chargers get fourth. Broncos will get a 9-7. They'll sneak yeah. in. Think. Uh, I'm going to uh, agree with you. I think the Broncos just missed the playoffs. Just I, missed. I think they're going to be a close call. But they're going to be a good team this year. No, Don't sleep on the Broncos. Right. I didn't get to say this but too much, but I do agree with your assessment on Derek Carr about he needs to show something. It's a big year for him. Like, he's above average, but is he elite? That's my question. Well, that's always the question with quarterbacks. Are you elite? If you go back to when uh, Eli Manning, remember, he was on the radio show, are you elite and all that? Yeah, so, he, yeah, he, yeah. Needs to, he needs to put up or shut up. I really do. And in my opinion, I think for as long as John Gruden is the head coach, which, by the way, last year signed that 10-year deal. Yeah. Uh, I think he's really starting to get fed up with uh, Derek Carr's play, in my opinion. I think it's – Yeah, like if the Raiders go 8-8 eight eight or worse, I can see him turning the page from Carr. Yeah. And also another thing is that John Gruden likes Marcus Mariota, who is on IR right now. On that's IR, cool. only out for three weeks, that's it. But if Derek Carr struggles, don't be surprised if Marcus comes in there. I'm being serious. Right. No, it could happen. We both said – I remember saying he was the perfect Raider. They signed him the next day. I was like, oh, my God, like how did that happen? That was something. But, yeah, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. I think AFC West is about covered. Uh Oh, but yeah. So, what do you say? Um, let's go to the A- let's AFC North. So yeah, the AFC North, North AFC North now is it's. Listen, I'm gonna have you. St- you know what, Jules? You start this one. All right. So look, this is pretty cut and dry right here. No <laughs> one's touching the Baltimore Ravens in this division. This team's way too complete. They haven't lost much except they lost Yonza, which is gonna be a big loss for them. But they added um, Dobbins, who's gonna be good. I think Hollywood Brown will be healthy and productive for them. They need him to step up. We, we love Mark Andrews, so I think he's going to take over this year. And I think they're going to be fine, at least 12-4, and four, maybe even 13-3. and three. Their schedule is very favorable. Someone was even saying, Anita Marks was saying, she, she would even take like a flyer and going 16-0. and 0. That's how favorable she thinks it is. They're actually favored wow. in every game, I think, as of now. If you look at the games, I think they're favorites in all of them. Like their hard games are at home. Their travel's reduced. And this is a complete football team. They're in sync. They returned 21 of 22 starters, I think. I don't see anything wrong with this team, really, except the receivers maybe should be a little bit better. That's the only complaint I would have with them, probably. But um, they added Campbell. It's going to be a beast for them as well. They, they just, the rich are getting richer here. Ravens 13-3, and three, and they win the division with ease. Yeah, uh, I can't disagree with you. The Ravens, listen – 
this team is is just built for success offensively and defensively. My one question is, can Lamar Jackson, you know, when the big game going into the big games, because he will be there, can he win the big game? Because that's the your biggest question. Is that your biggest question division or your biggest Ravens question? My biggest Ravens question. But in terms of this division, I'm going to tell you this, Jules. Uh, a team to watch out for is the Pittsburgh Steelers. You might look at me with a question mark. No, I actually this with de- you. This defense is scary. It's yeah, they're good. Really, really good. One of the best in the league. Um, uh, I'm going to tell you this: having Big Ben back, you will see that offense click. Now they are back, and mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this: he's out for vengeance. He really is. Yeah. He, see, my boy Juju is going to have a better season. I yeah, expect. Big things from that team, and I will tell you that the Steelers will make the playoffs. I'm just telling you right now. No, I agree. And you're not going to want to play them. I have the Steelers as a playoff team as well, but they also do have my biggest question as well. (laughs) What Rollisberger are we getting? How is he going to come back off the injury? Is he the same player? If he's not, can they win like that and have him be a game manager, almost how he was back when he first came up with the Steelers? Can he just guide them through? And I'm sure he's capable of doing that because the defense is outstanding. The running game in O-line is pretty good. Connor needs to be better as well. He had a down year. He was injured. I think he will be. Tomlin also said they're going to use a lot of backs, but Connor's still the lead dog. Oh, yeah. Drew Smith is going to be good, obviously. And Deontay Johnson's a question mark for me. Can he show some more consistency instead of being so boomer bust? Like sometimes he'll show you, oh, he's a great young receiver. Other times he goes missing, you can't find him for a game or two. So can he actually get in the flow of things more? Yeah, you know what? They really like him and they got to see more consistency. But in camp, uh, Big Ben has really liked him. Really he's number two him. right now, right? Yeah. And they still have James Washington, Juju. Right. I've heard I've heard rumors of Juju struggling. Listen, yeah, me uh, too. He's, he's going to be just fine. Uh, he's going to be. You'll see his production a lot better now with Big Ben. Listen, li- last year the horrible quarterback play of the Pittsburgh Steelers lingered everybody on that offense. It really did. Yeah. But when they got Minka Fitzpatrick on the defensive side, did you see a? a Switch no, turn on for them. It's scary how good it is. They're, they're, they're filthy. You never would have thought they would have built that that quickly. It happens overnight almost how we saw them. Basically, they won games in spite of Doug Hodges and Mason Rudolph last year. The fact the Steelers won eight games with all that pad quarterback play just shows how good the defense is. And they definitely are a playoff team. They, they will be in there. So I'm going to maybe say something surprising here. And I have all my playoff teams. That's my seven. The Cleveland Browns won't make it again. I'm just not buying the hype again. I'm nope. out on the Browns. I agree. They're not going to make them. And, and there's going to be question marks on Baker Mayfield's play at the end of the year, too. I think that's a valid point. I don't know what's going on with Odell if he's buying in, like what kind of player he is anymore. Like, I don't know what's going on there. And like, so who are your seven? Obviously, the Bengals won't make it. But I do want to talk about the Bengals a touch. Nobody only has to go too deep into them. Go so ahead. who's your seven teams? So I'm going to give you my uh, seven teams right now. I'm going to write them down for you. Chiefs. For sure. Ravens. Patriots. Bills. Titans. Broncos. Oh, you have Broncos making now. Uh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I uh, Forgive me. No, I made a mistake. 
I made a mistake. Sorry you about need that. You to grab a second team from the Western. Uh, no, Western no, no. I, I made a mistake. That was a mistake. Chiefs, Ravens, Patriots, Bills, Titans. Steelers. Uh, that's, that's what I forgot. I, I, uh, I wrote an extra number. That's why. Steelers and uh, Texans. Okay, so that's your seven. Yep. How do you seed them? How do I seed them? I'll show you right now, my friend. I have it all written out. That's why I was writing it out. Here we go. Oh, I'm sorry. Damn. No, but okay. Can I see, see that. It? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Ravens get the one seed. Chiefs get the two seed. Okay. Bills get the three seed. Okay. Actually, no. Titans get the three. Bills Ooh. get the four. Okay. Jets get the six. Broncos get the seven. Steelers get the five. Okay. I like that. You know what? We, I like you mixing it around. Hey, it's, um, it's interesting, man. That's the AFC right there. And, uh, we could definitely agree that the Chiefs and the Ravens will definitely be one. Both one of them will be one and two. Yeah, I think and, do you have them both in the title game, the Chiefs and Ravens. Yes, yes, I do. I would watch out for the Titans or Bills getting an upset potentially. I'd love to see my Jets get one. If we play the six, we play the Titans. That's a tough matchup. Then the four or five in my scenario would be Bills Steelers. That would be a dogfight as well. But yeah, I think Chiefs will rise to the crop again. Like I said yesterday. You know what? I think the Ravens will right the wrongs of last year and they'll make it at least to play the Chiefs as they should have last year. So not too unconventional with those picks. So that's what I have. And then I think Chiefs will represent the AFC. Yeah, uh, I'm going to agree with you. Who's going to represent the AFC? I agree. I think it's the Chiefs. I really do. I think they go back to the Super Bowl. Um, And I'm not going to tell you now, but, well, you know who I said, because I said yesterday, everybody will know yeah. What my Super Bowl okay, matchup we'll wait is. For the what... picks for a second. Like, we'll get there. But if but... you guys listen to the round table, you would already know. Yeah. So, so... We'll also, so that... Bengals talk a little bit because All we right. did skip them. They're the only team we didn't really discuss. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on Joe Burrow? You think he's going to look, how's he going to do in the beginning? Who are some sleepers in the Bengals that people aren't talking about, maybe? Uh, what do you I think, think the ceiling is Joe Burrow. Everybody really likes him. Zach Taylor really said that he's come in. Learn the system, first guy in, last guy out. And he seems to be taking command of that offense, which they like. Uh, Tyler Boyd is the guy he goes to. He looks at number one. Doesn't look at A.J. Green one. He looks at Tyler Boyd one. So that's he's going to be looking at him early and often. Uh, A.J. Green coming back off injury. I think he will have a bounce back year. Uh, Joe Mixon. I think Joe Mixon is going to be a huge, huge uh, piece for this team getting that extension. He just is the different type of player, different dynamic, changes that offense for the better. They still have Giovanni Bernard, who's been solid. Uh, the offensive line isn't that bad, even though they got rid of uh, Cordy Glenn. But uh, in terms of Joe Burrow, I think that this year it's just not there yet. But I think that he's going to change this team. You'll see them score points. This guy's a winner, and he's going to make the Bengals a winner within the next few years. Yeah, I could see the Bengals getting six wins probably, maximum like Yeah, seven. I could see that too. I would put them in the probably more realistically six and ten. No, a lot of things still got to change with that team. They were bad last year. Burrow can only do so much by himself, but he'll have plenty of weapons at least. And I Absolutely. I think pick was a smart pick from them as well. I think he could be good for them. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Absolutely. Me too, man. Me too. So that's our AFC. We'll go close to home now. NFC East. This is going to be an interesting one here. I think we both agree it's going to come down to Eagles and Cowboys at this mm-hmm. point. I'm going to go with Dallas winning the division. 
I think it's their time. Last year, they didn't get it done. This division changes every year. The Eagles have a lot of question marks to me. And here's my biggest question mark. Who's going to be the number one, um, one wide receiver on the Eagles besides Zach Ertz? Who's going to actually catch the ball for Philadelphia? <laughs> that is a big question. Very, very big question. In terms of this division, uh, listen, everybody sees what Dallas has done. Drafting C.D. Lamb, extending uh, Amari Cooper, keeping Dak there for at least one more season, adding pieces to the defense. This team got a hell of a lot better. They did lose Byron Jones. I'm not sold on that secondary, by the way. That's the uh, big question with the Cowboys, probably. And yeah, the pass exactly. rush is ferocious. They had a Griffin. They got Lawrence still. They got a bunch of guys. Gregory oh, yeah. Back, Alden Smith is going to be in there, too. I mean – they got it going on. Here's a question for you. Any news on Earl Thomas to Dallas or is Earl just still sitting out there? It's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because I was just about to say that. They, Jerry Jones is playing hee-haw, playing those games <laughs> down in Dallas, and it's funny, hee-haw in Dallas playing on the horses yeah, and everything, well. saying that, uh, oh, we're not interested in Earl Thomas. That's ridiculous. They say, <laughs> ha-ha, Clinton Dix for a reason. Earl Thomas will yeah, what be What are they waiting for? Earl Thomas will be on this roster, if not this week, within the upcoming weeks. I can guarantee you that. Earl Thomas wanted to be a Cowboy from the get-go. You remember that? He always wanted yeah. to go there. So this, that's what's going to happen. It's inevitable. Uh, for this division, it's Dallas winning. I think Dallas could be a 12-win team. Uh, the, Eagles, the Eagles will, win, will get to the playoffs, too, uh, with them. My question with them is the health of Carson Wentz. Can this guy stay healthy? Yeah, that's the and, biggest one probably. And, yeah, their receiving core. Also, another good news for people who drafted Jalen Rieger, I can report right now that he's doing everything possible to play on Sunday with that shoulder. Oh, boy. Hey, let's go, Rieger. So, Jalen Rieger, who they drafted high, they're very high on him. They still have Alshon. They lost Nelson Aguilar. Not a big loss. No, at Aguilar. All is arguably the worst receiver in football. I think he's statistically uh, great as the worst wide receiver. No, yeah, that's it is. It's, it's, it's it bad. was horrible. I can't believe it. But um, I think that Zach Ertz also, by the way, guys, a developing story, the Eagles and Zach Ertz, their contract uh, negotiations came to a bit of a halt. That's a story, all so right. That's, uh, that might be a story going forward. If it doesn't get get better, he might ask to leave. And wow, that, wow. And also and it's not it's yeah, it's not out of the box since you drafted Dallas Goddard who could do just about the same thing. Yeah, but if they do that, they better pay a wide receiver or something because they still need someone to really throw to. Jeffrey's glass, and he's gone after this year. He doesn't get traded like we talked about. I also saw something that Alshon could get cut. Is there any chance that happens? Yeah, hey, anything is possible, but uh, I don't think they're going to do it due to the depth of their receiver situation. Right. But – Listen, this team is going to rely on the run heavily, on the run. That, their offense is RPO. That's what they do. And mm. they're going to need Miles Sanders. They're going to need Boston Scott. You met Boston Scott's going to be a big part of their offense. And it's just it, – with the Eagles, Dallas, and Philly, it's going to be very interesting. But those two will be in the playoffs. The Giants – listen, Giants fans, you can rip me all you want. Listen to me. <laughs> You're – you're not going anywhere. This year. Stop it. Stop it, please. Yeah, we'll get it, too. Uh, Joe yeah. Judge did change it, but it's not getting changed this year. Uh, and the Washington football team, I'm not even going to entertain them because they're so bad. So <laughs> That's one question with them. Does yeah. Alex take over Dwight Haskins at some point? Yes, and and you'll see him, and he'll, and he'll pick it up right where he left off. 
Alex Smith is the ultimate game changer. And he, he, you, we saw it, Jules. And what a story. I want him to come back on the field. I just, I hope that he, he can, yeah. you know, they protect him. But the thing is with him, I think you could agree with me, Jules. When he's on, he's on Alex Smith. Oh, yeah, for sure. Smith is, has his moments before, for sure. Um, I think Haskins will be all right, maybe, but he doesn't have much to work with. McLaren and Gibson, basically, right. are guys right now. My receivers are thin. I mean, Redskins' defense is actually decent, but their offense is far from that, so it's going to be tough for them. They'll be 5-11 and 11 if they're lucky, probably. Giants, I'll say 79. I think things are going in the right direction. I think you'll see them improve, but it's not going to be enough. I think Daniel Jones, as much as I – I always have the big Darnold and Jones battle. He is a good quarterback, okay? So I'll say Daniel Jones can play. I'll, he can. I Obviously, I'll take my guy over him. But Jones is a good player, man. And he actually has shown a lot of ability. He just has to stop fumbling the ball. That's it. Just stop with the fumbles, and then he might be good to go. My question, I guess, would be, like, who's the main receiver for the Giants? I think that's one of the big issues for my offense. Their defense is basically non-existent, which is another problem. So. Right. I mean, who can get pressure for the Giants and who can who can catch who can step up and be that top target for them? I mean, Barkley's gonna be a stud, obviously. But I'll give you I'm giving a half glass full for the Giants. I won't rip them, but I'm not gonna praise them either. And no, I with the Giants in terms of their receiver situation, they're pretty thin there too. Darius Slayton seems to take it over, but Sterling Shepard, he's one concussion away from That's being out of football. And yeah, Evan Ingram, can he get back into form? Can he be more consistent? Maybe he's that guy that could be their top target. But uh, we're gonna have we're gonna maybe have to even see. Saquon, honestly. And Saquon is Saquon, yeah. So uh, we're gonna have to see who could be the other guys who could come in and step up. But yeah, exactly. So I think I have a different take about the Eagles. So I don't think they make the playoffs. Really? I don't trust Carson Wentz to stay healthy. He hasn't proved he can. The receivers are a ragtag team, basically, at this point. So their defense is not great to me still. So I think the Eagles go 8-8 eight and eight and I think it's more disappointment in Philly. Um, uh, I, we're going to have to see. Yeah, Carson Wentz is definitely a question mark. He's not that uh, glorified guy who he used to be after the injury. I think he really took a step down. So and we're backup to, he has to go out too. That's another problem. Yeah, they don't have Foles there to to save them anymore. They they're gonna have to rely on Sudfeld or something like that. It's and uh, oh well, Josh to the oh yeah Josh McCown forgot about that right okay. yeah. <laughs> well, I always like him for what he did with Sam Darnold. So he'll be a great locker room guy. He's a good glue guy. But no, yeah. the Eagles can make it if Wentz can actually stay in the field for sixteen. Do I trust that? Not really, unfortunately. If the receivers could step up, make some plays, defense dials up that pressure. I would say their secondary is still a big concern. I'm not really sure. I mean, they did sign um, – who's the dude from the Lions that I wanted? Darius Slay, so that'll help it a little bit. But besides him, I'm not really sure what much else they have back there. They lost Malcolm Jenkins, which is a big loss as well. So, I'm going to have to see. Yeah, we're going to – it's going to definitely be interesting to see what goes on with that. Now I'm going to go to your division, your second division, I'll say. Let's do the NFC South. This is a fun one. All right, I'm going to start this one. All right. Yes, all right, so this division bad. definitely has some pretty good quarterbacks in this division. A lot wow. storylines, too. So, a lot story listen, lines. the biggest storyline is Tom Brady going to the Bucs, Gronkowski coming out of retirement game, traded to the Bucs. Tom Brady's plethora of weapons with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronkowski, O.J. Howard, Cameron Brate. 
Rojo, Ronald Jones. Now they get Leonard Fournette. They have LaShawn McCoy. Look at all this firepower. And the defense is underrated, except their secondary, because I'm not sold on it. I don't care what you tell me. I'm going to tell you this, man. The Buccaneers are are going to go. Last year, they were 7-9 and nine with Jameis Winston. They are going to add six more wins because of Tom Brady. They are going to go 13-3. and Damn, three. You're buying all that Super Bowl hype. You're buying I'm, all that Super Bowl I'm, hype. I'm buying in, and but here's the thing: they have to beat the Saints. That's a big they order. Have to beat the New Orleans Saints, and the New Orleans Saints did not get worse. They got better. They got they added Emmanuel Sanders to the fold. Drew Brees is back. Alvin Kamara is going to get paid that extension within the next few days, and my luck, it's going to break in the next few minutes. Uh, or the next few hours, we'll see. But Alvin Kamara is not going anywhere. He's going to be there for a long period of time. And it's, you know, going to be this division. They got good teams, you know. I think the Panthers could be good with Teddy Bridgewater at the helm. And the Falcons, could they get back to form? So I can't wait to talk about them. But the thing is with this, in my opinion, I'm going to tell you who's going to win this division. My, the biggest question with me for the fa- in this division is if, the, uh, if, the Fal- if um, Matt Ryan could get back to form and really pick okay. it up. I but like here's what I'm going to tell you. The Buccaneers will go 13-3. It's not enough because the Saints are going to go 14-2. That's my prediction. Wow. Oh, wow. That's something. That's really I, I, I'm, I bought in, and it's the Saints and the Buccaneers. It's going to be back and forth with the uh, Saints and the Buccaneers. And when they play each other, which is early on, and definitely down here when I'm in Tampa, when that game is at Raymond James, you bet your ass I'm going to be there. That's that's one of the best games of the year. When the left fans in by then, you think? Yes, it's later in the year, the left fans in. All right, and maybe I'll come visit you. Let's, let's see what happens. That, was, so, that um, was the indication from me saying, get down here, we're right. going. All we right. got to cover that. It's November, what? It's like November something. And then uh, uh, it's a month before the meeting. I think it's like no uh, first or second week of November. But with this, I'm just getting yeah. I have million credits, so I can exactly. I mean, <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, back to this football stuff. I have. I'm gonna cheat big time here. I have like three questions about this division. Honestly, let's hear it. I'm going Falcons. What Todd Gurley are we getting? Can he return to form? That's my biggest one. Saints, is Drew Brees finished? Can he lead them to the championship in the promised land finally after falling short so many of these previous years? Bucks, Rob Gronkowski, can he play close to 16 games? And what percent of Rob, Rob Gronk are yeah. we getting? Those are my biggest. And then here's my predictions. I'm going to say three teams make the playoffs this division. I think all three of those teams make it. I think the Panthers get left out by a wide margin. They finish like six and ten or seven and nine. Almost they're like low key in the Trevor Lawrence race too. And that trade they made to the Chargers made no sense to me. Where they sent uh, what was it? They got Fluker and they sent they sent Turner for Fluker. Like that was a real cockeyed trade. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, but like I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bold here. Saints first for sure. I think they'll be I'll say twelve and four for Saints. Falcons eleven and five, Bucks ten and six. Okay, okay. Falcons, okay. but Fowler, Gurley are going to be a lot better this year. They short up the line a little bit. They still got Ridley, of course. 
I think Hayden Hurst is going to be very good for the Falcons. I think it's a great landing spot for him. He's a big question, too. How good can Hayden Hurst be? Can he rep come close to being what Hooper was? That was uh, that's definitely something to watch for. So we're going to have to see. But the early birds window is closing fast. So I, they need to step it up this year. Yeah, they do. They definitely need to step it up. I think Todd Gurley, his knee issue is a bit eye-opening. But I think... I think also he needed a change of scenery as well. Mm-hmm. So, listen, a change of scenery does wonders for – you've seen it all the time. I think Todd Gurley could get back to form. He's a much better option than Devontae Freeman, who doesn't even have a home, by the way. Yeah, that's crazy um, until he's still done that Seahawks. <clears throat> exactly. But, um, yeah, uh, I, the Falcons, can they get back to form? But they definitely added firepower. Julio Jones is going to be Julio Jones no matter who's throwing them the ball. I'm excited for him every year. That doesn't change. Calvin Ridley, I'm excited for him. Uh, that third receiver they use, they do in Russell Gage. That's a Gage. question mark to me. I don't know who their third Russell is. Russell Gage really. is his name. Oh, yeah, that's like that, and I think they do Hardy as well sometimes. Hardy's but, um, a free agent right now. Oh, he doesn't even have a team. Oh, it's okay. Right. No, no, it's okay. It's it, all good. I didn't even know that till last night, so. That's interesting. But, yeah, I mean, that third receiving option is going to be the, the thing. Could it be Hayden Hurst potentially? Hopefully, okay. hopefully he can step up and be that we'll third option. He, 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 That's I why know. I think it's a great landing spot for Hayden. Like, it really is. Like, he's going to get all the opportunity in the world. And you're right, it is Russell Gage. Wow, that's interesting. So that's why Hayden Hurst could step up and be that third dude. Like, it's a great shot, Hayden. Let's go. Well, in, well, in camp, I could tell you this, Matt Ryan likes him a lot. That's a good sign. Matt Ryan likes his tight ends. He likes his tight ends. It's 100% true. He definitely does. So how many teams make the playoffs in this division for you? For me in this division? Yeah, I'm, who you got? I'm going to tell you, I, I'm, I have two, and it's the Saints and the Buccaneers. I think the Falcons just missed the playoffs. They better get it together. I hope not, but we'll see. It could happen. So you have four <laughs> playoff teams. I have four as well, but we got to them in different ways. Exactly. Exactly. Right, so let's go out to the NFC North. We talked on the Packers offseason all year, how we hated it. We really despised it. So, And then my biggest question when, for them is, Who's going to be the second dude that Aaron Rodgers throws the ball to? I'll continue asking until it gets an answer. And I'm not sure if it has one still. So that's my biggest concern in this division. I think the Packers are very close to a fringe playoff team. I'm going to make a bold statement, not bold, but I think Steve's Vikings win the division. I think their team is more well-rounded, even with Kirk Cousins. You know how much I don't really like Kirk. But I think the Vikings are going to – they're just a better team. You know what? It, this division is pretty shaky. I'll tell you this. The Packers, you know, they didn't give Aaron Rodgers enough help. But you know what? And that defense, I could bring it back now. Here, come, here comes my favorite line, Jules. You know what it is. About the law firm, baby. In a while, yeah. The, the law, law firm, firm, the the law firm, firm of Smith and Smith. Smith. Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith. They're back for a vengeance this year. I yeah. think that that defense still is very good. Their secondary is young. They're getting better. They look good. Yeah, their defense is actually not my question. It's what I was saying before. Yeah, no, no. But on offense, I think, you know what, I think they screwed up big time. They did have Devin Funches they signed, but he opted out due to the coronavirus. Yeah, that's Uh, a whole different thing. I'm going to tell you this right now. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a problem. Alan Lazard's going to really have to step up because Devontae Adams will see double coverage literally every time. But Aaron Rodgers will find a way. He always finds a way. That guy's a bad man. This division, listen, the Vikings are breathing down the Packers' neck. The Vikings, they did lose Stephon Diggs. They lost um, 
They, excuse me, they lost Everson Griffith, but what do they do? They add Yannick. That defense is still ferocious. Their secondary is a bit shaky, but they're still ferocious in the front seven. So the one thing, my question, too, on this division is has to do with Chicago, and is Mitch Trubisky going to finally go back to form? Is right. Mitch Trubisky going to play like he did in 2018? But in my opinion, I don't think so. I think they made a big mistake, and Nick Foles will be in week three. I can guarantee you that. That quickly? You think they pull the trigger that fast? Yeah, yeah I do. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I, I do, I do have a bold prediction. I think Allen Robinson's going to ball out this year. I, I'm really high on him. He's a free agent after this year. Big uh, offensive weapon for anybody looking for wide receiver help. Um, I'll tell you this. I'm still buying – with this division, it's so tough – uh, the Viking, you know what? I did have the Packers, but the Vikings adding Yannick, you know what? Kirk Cousins looks good. They did lose Stefan Diggs, but they add Justin Jefferson. They're still fine. So I got to change my pick. You know what? I'm going to go with the Vikings winning the division. Oh, so now we're Packers, riding with the Vikes. And I'm going to tell you why. I think the Packers missed the playoff last year. The Green Bay Packers were 13 and 3. I think this year. You're going to see them take a step back, eleven and five. I could see the Vikings going eleven and five too, but winning the division. And I do think that Kirk Cousins, you know what he, we, it's not you like that. Here's why he fits that team. He makes them better. It's and they're paying him so much money. And I'll tell you this: I think he's produced really well. I really do. I think he's inconsistent as hell. Yeah. I think, but but I'll tell you this: there's nobody else you could plug in who will do what he's doing. He won them playoff games. It's yeah, it's so, not. Mm-hmm. It comes down to execution, and you know what? When the going gets tough, he's there. He does it. I, I, you can't take that away from him. It's just not consistent, unfortunately. Like yeah. in the big big games, like the prime times and the big playoff games, he doesn't. He hated win that game against the Saints. So I'll give him credit for that, but. Yeah, he's got to take the next step. He's been in the league a while. He needs to, like, get him over the top. I mean, the Vikings have a good formula going. If Dalvin Cook can stay healthy, that's my biggest thing with them probably. He needs to play 16 as well. Well, yeah, he's going to play elsewhere too next year. Adam Thielen, yep, you've been telling me that as well, so that might be something to watch. So, Adam Thielen's going to be a beast, I think. Justin Jefferson I like as well. He's going to have to grow up quick, so we'll see. I think Vikings win it like 11, 5, 10, and 6. Packers, I'm on the verge of having them in the playoffs or not the playoffs. I'm still deciding right now, but I think they're 9 and 7, the Packers. Me too. Me too. Definitely. And then Lions, we don't need to say much, I feel like, but Stafford will be back. I like Galladay. Um, do you think Swift's going to take the job from yes. Harry on pretty easily? Yes, which yes, he will. Uh, Marvin Jones is up and down, but when he shows up, he really shows up. And I think Hawkinson can take the next step. I really like TJ Hawkinson. Absolutely, guys. defense is better with Patricia, but I think the Lions are 8-8 eight eight at best, maybe even 7-9. But I might make a bold prediction right here and say the Lions are going to finish ahead of the Bears. Really? I don't believe in the Bears at all. I just think the quarterback plays too inconsistent. It's just going to continue to bring them down. You might see a lot of flip-flopping between Foles and Trubisky. I think it's just going to be a nightmare, honestly. I think the players might just get sick of it. Uh, you know, yeah, you know what? That's an interesting take. You know what? We'll we'll definitely see what happens. But the two of them, yeah, definitely down in the barrel. So we'll we'll see what happens. That's going to be interesting. The NFC West is really something. Oh, I'll start this one. NFC West. Listen, all these teams here are not bad. 
They all got better. They all added pieces. So this is going to be interesting. Here's my take on this. The San Francisco 49ers lost the Super Bowl. They should have won the Super Bowl. We all, Kyle Shanahan blew it. Jimmy Garoppolo blew it. Can't win the big game. That's my knock on him. That, you know what? That's, that's my take this year. My, my big question mark, can he replicate what he did last year? And I'm going to tell you this. I don't think so. The receiving core took a big hit. They do have Debo. They drafted Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State. Nikhil Harry's former teammate. Um, so we'll see what happens. And uh, George Kittle's still there. But who's going to be that guy for Jimmy Garoppolo other than Debo to really get the receptions? Uh, the defense, you lose DeForest Buckner. That's okay. They draft uh, Ken Law out of South Carolina. They're just fine. That defense is still going to be ferocious, still one of the best in the league. I'm not concerned about that with the Seahawks. Um, they lose Jadavian Clowney. They add Julian's former boy, Jamal Adams. I'll oh, let Julian I'm, rip I'm, into I can't. I'm, can, I'm waiting. Okay. You can rip into him, but uh, I'm still high on the Seahawks. Russell Wilson makes his team better. They add Josh Gordon, who's coming back. They um, – they still have Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson, and the boys. I think their defense is okay. Not great. We'll see what happens. The Rams, um, I'm still high on Aaron Donald and all that. Their, their, their defense, is, to me, is still shaky as well. Their, off- their weapons on offense, Cooper Cup, uh, Robert Woods, the Reynolds, and they're good. They're running back. It's going to be Cam Akers, in my opinion, the rookie out of Florida State, and they will not regret picking him. I think he's going to be just fine. The Arizona Cardinals, I think, are going to take a big, big leap. Uh, adding DeAndre Hopkins was huge. This, this offense just got a hell of a lot better. The defense is still there. But in my opinion, Julian, in this, it, it comes down to this. The 49ers are still going to win the division, in my opinion, over the uh, Seattle Seahawks until – until we see them really deteriorate, Jimmy Garoppolo play horribly. I think he'll play fine. He's not going to play great like he did last year, but he'll play enough to win the division. Uh, I think Seattle is going to be there as well. In this division, I'll tell you this, I have the Rams finishing last. That's what my take. I think the Cardinals took a big leap. They're going to be a tough team to defend, but it's they're, they're not there this year. I think next year you're going to see them really go off. But – I need to see more from the Rams. As you know, I'm not high on Jared Goff. In the Super Bowl, Julian, you could agree with me, he completely got exposed. Uh, yeah. If you pressure him, he, he, he shits the bed. Forgive my language, everybody. But uh, that's my take with, with this division. I, I really think I think Russell Wilson, people sleep on him. People don't really talk about him in the MVP uh, category a lot. I think they should. What he does with the weapons he has, because he's never had a plethora of weapons, that real number one guy, and he look at what he does. He still lights it up. So, I, like I said, this team, two teams in the playoffs, 49ers and Seahawks. You know what? I like a lot of the stuff you said. I actually echo a, a lot, a large part of it. And I'm going to really get crazy here. I think you might know where I'm going with this. So, let's, so 49ers first. Yes, I agree. Um, I'm going to say – Yes, and then I'm going to also say Rams last. I agree with that one, too. I really don't like this Rams football team that much. I think their time came and went. I think they made a lot of questionable decisions. Their money's tied up in too many players now. Like, not like the right ones, I think. I think some overpay, especially Jared Goff, who I really don't believe in at all at this point. I think he was a one-hit wonder, honestly. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's going to be a dogfight in this division. The Seahawks, 49ers, and the Cardinals are going to be battling each other a lot. 
Right. The Rams will be like eight wins, maybe nine at best. I mean, Cardinals, I'm not, I, I, I agree. They're not ready yet. I think they're close, but not yet. I would give them a little more time. Like next year, I think you'll really see them take off. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I think they'll be around the eight-win area as well. Seahawks, I'm going to say nine and seven. This is for Jamal Adams. I wish him nothing but the worst. He's a scumbag. He's an absolute traitor, and he cares about only himself. He made it very clear. He took the easy way out. He took well, the cop out. He only wants to go to a contender who's a complete um, sellout. He, you know what I'm waiting he, to, right? It wasn't even about top dollar. That's the best oh, part. Oh, that's it. what I was waiting for. He's a sellout. <laughs> he didn't even get paid because it shows how much of a fraud he really is. So – just on that alone, Seahawks missed the playoffs in nine and seven. Ooh, I want okay. my draft pick, baby. <laughs> and Adams, I think he'll be good, but I have you know why? I'll actually give you a good reason instead of just Adams. How about this? Hear me out. The Seahawks are relying on the twelfth man, and there's not gonna be fans this year. So how are they gonna look at home without the twelfth man? That's true. That's very true. Well, they, they rely take, on that too. They might take a step back with that. Their defense has big question marks despite the fact they added Adams. Their offensive line might get Russell Wilson killed, which I hope doesn't happen, but it's possible because they're really bad up front. I mean, his weapons are pretty good, but he still doesn't have a stance at number one. Like, Metcalf and Lockett are great 1A, 1B. I think Olsen's going to be solved for them. The running game's pretty good, but the line's a problem. And I'm going to say right now, 49ers will take a step back, too. I think they're only going to be like 10 and 6. I don't think they're going to be the same. I think Jimmy G is going to get exposed. And that is my biggest question mark in two question marks in this division. Can Kyler Murray take that next step and make the Cardinals a playoff team? And then my other one is can Jimmy G be more in the passenger and actually win when the going gets tough? Very, very good point. Uh, in terms of the Cardinals, adding DeAndre Hopkins is a huge, huge boost. Um, I agree with you, man, everything you said. Uh, I was waiting for the the sellout comment. I love when Julian, when a Jets player, one of their best leaves to go to another team. Uh, when Revis went to the Patriots, I, Julian, I used to love when he used to rip Revis with that one. Remember those, Jules? Yeah, I mean. He's a sellout, you'd say. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is. Uh, and, uh, but, yeah, so that division – Definitely a two-team race with the, with the Seahawks, in my opinion, Seahawks and 49ers. But 49ers are in the driver's seat until we see something different. Yeah, of but, course. I mean, it's just Jimmy G is a big concern. He's the only reason why I even have them dropping that many wins because yeah. I just don't trust him when the going gets tough. We saw he's not that he's not elite. He's above average on a good day. That's how I view Jimmy G. Absolutely. Oh, well, Absolutely. he's going to have to prove me wrong. Although I like what the 49ers do with Ayuk. I think they replace Sanders well. Debo's still going to be good. Of course, they still got Kittle, who's really the number one receiver anyway, so he's going to be just fine, if not more than that. Running backs, I think Moser wasn't a fluke. I do believe in him. He's showed a lot of great promise. The line's still good. Defense is still fine. It's just Jimmy G. Yeah, it's, it's Jimmy G. Can he really take the step forward? And we're going to have to see what happens because uh, it's definitely uh, – it, the stacked against him, I feel, because he what he showed. It, Another it, thing to know is that, and you'll know this trend because you've beaten up on a lot of these teams in the past. The NFC team that represents the NFC in the Super Bowl always struggles the next year. They never make it back. They right. never live up to what they were the year before. Right. Does that continue with the 49ers? I think so because I'm going to tell you right now they're not in my Super Bowl either. I don't think they get back there. Oh, that's – it's going to be interesting, man. It definitely is. Uh, we're going to have to see what what happens. It's uh, great. But uh, 
Jules, so I'm going to ask you this. What's your um, <clears throat> playoff team? Seeding? Yeah, what, are you, what is the playoff okay. team? You're First one through seed. seven. All right, I got to think of the seeds on the spot really quick. First seed, I'm going to ride with the Saints. I think they're going to be the top seed. I agree. Second seed is going to be Vikings. I think the Vikings will be the two. Vikings and Cowboys will be very close for the two, three range. But I think, you know what? I'll do Vikings two. We'll do Cowboys three, 49ers four. Okay. And my five seed, I'm going to put Atlanta. Six seed Bucks, seven seed Packers. Okay. Um, here's what I got. I got the Saints one, 49ers two, Buccaneers three. Cowboys four, Vikings five, Seahawks six, and Eagles seven. That's my playoff teams. Okay. So who do you have representing the conference championships? Conference championships? I got the Saints and the Bucks, baby. All right. So you got the Saints. Who, who wins it? It's Buccaneers. Wow. I got and the Tom Brady. And the game is going to happen. Like, Remember the game against the Chiefs, the AFC championship game? That's what's going to happen again. Tom wow. Brady's going to lead them down to a game-winning uh, play, in my opinion. Yeah, that's, that's really something. And if that happens and he gets his seventh ring, then, oh, man, that's going to be a big story. He wins it without Bill and everything. That would really be something. That would be, that would be a lot. So I think that I'm going to ride with the um, Saints in the Super Bowl. And I think they're going to – I got to think how my bracket works, who they end up playing. So if Saints are the one seed, they get their bye. Then the 4-5 matchup, I put Falcons and I put 49ers. I say Falcons win, but then the Saints beat the Falcons. And on the other side, I don't like Bucks. You know what? Cowboys, why not? I don't okay. think that keeps to be riding them a little bit. But, again, they won't – they'll choke. They'll get a little bit further, but still not far enough. Okay. Not bad. Not bad at all. So, so your Super Bowl is the Chiefs and the. It's Cow- the Chiefs. And the, it's the, no. It's the Chiefs and the Saints. Chiefs and Saints. The, Who do you got, got winning? The, I got the Saints getting the dub. Drew Brees goes out on top. Very very good. I like that. So I see it differently. I see Tom Brady. Well, actually, differently. But in the same way, the quarterbacks. I see Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl and then riding off into the sunset and retiring. That's what I say. I wow. think the writing's on the wall with everything they've done. And I, I, I think it's inevitable. And also, I want to see it because I want him to come home, sign a one-day contract, and retire a Patriot. Well, you know that's going to happen eventually. I know it's going to happen. I just don't want to wait. I just want him to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, you just can't bear to see what I'm going to see. No, but I can't. That's my, still, that's my quarterback. You're, you're Every still, time, here's the thing, what I do. Every time I drive past – Raymond James quite a bit and I see that go Bucks. I yell, I'm like, screw the Bucks. You took my quarterback away and my tight end. Yeah, but I mean I, I guess you're still supporting when hoping he wins it all. So I guess you're not too upset, but I get it. It's that's I don't know what that's like, honestly. But that'll be like if Jeter played for another team, which I would never want to see. So like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> We're like Kobe or something, RIP, of course, but um Okay, so we're going to transition to awards real quick. Do some quick hitters or predictions for award. Okay, so I'm going to start off with my comeback player of the year award. I think you know who I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Cam Newton. I think he's going to come in. He's going to light it up, and I think you're going to see him back to his regular form. 
And I think that comeback player of the year just has him written all over it. All right, I'm going to give you a similar answer. I'm going with my team, too. Give me Le'Veon Bell, baby. Let's okay. go, Bell. I said it last year. This year is going to happen. He's going to, be, he's going to revert back to form. The few without a base is going to subside. He will get more carries than Frank Gore. Everything's going to be all right in jet land. Le'Veon Bell, comeback player of the year. Book it. There you go. I like that. So uh, <laughs> let's, go to, uh, let's go to MVP, shall we? So yeah. I want you to start. I actually don't know right now. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you mine. Uh, I'm sorry to sound biased. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Tom Brady. I just think with all the weapons, he's gonna put up a lot of numbers. And and the MVP award is a quarterback award. Let's put it that way. Let's. It's basically a quarterback award. I feel, and I think Tom Brady wins it again. You know what? I can't. Not, I want to get creative, but like, I just can't deny Patrick Mahomes. I'm gonna go back to okay. back. Okay. Okay. That good. And I, I think he's going to do it again. Like, I mean, I did put them in the Super Bowl, so I might as well believe in Mahomes doing another MVP. Absolutely. Uh, leading to Patrick Mahomes, that's my offensive player of the year. All right. My offensive is going to be – I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley, actually. I think he's going to be offensive. Okay. That's a good one. I like that. I like that, too. Um, so well, you're going to contend. I think he'll be in the mix. I, I like that, too. Who Now – you ready for this? My offensive rookie of the year. It's real easy. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He's going to light it up. I'm going with Jerry Judy. I'm still going to ride that Ooh, Judy. Okay, game. that's a good I one. He's gonna, I think he's going to flex up this year. I think he's a great player, and I think he's going to be utilized a lot. I think him and Son are going to be like 1A and 1B. Well, maybe Judy won't get up to that speed yet, but he's going to have like 60 catches, 1,000 yards, like eight touchdowns, I think. Uh, Jerry Judy's route running is one of the best I've ever seen from any receiver that translates ever. translates to the NFL. That's the one thing that always translates to the NFL. So I'll take my chances with that. Absolutely. So what do you say we go to defense? Who's your defensive player of the year? Defensive is really interesting. You know what? I'm going to go with Nick Bosa. I think Ooh. the dude's just a stud, and he's going to continue to show it. Last year he was pretty close to getting it, honestly. He was in the running for a while. But I think this year he finishes the job and he takes care of it. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I'm going to go with Stephon Gilmore again. I think until I see differently, right. you know what, him shutting down receivers, Can't not letting anything it. up, he, I think he's going to win back-to-back. That's how I feel. I'm, I, I'm, I don't mean to sound biased. I, a lot of people are saying that, too. They're like, they think he could repeat. No, I mean, it's a great pick, man. It really is. And but, uh, uh, Who's your defensive rookie of the year? I actually just looked this up right now because I didn't know who the hell would win. Defensive Rookie of the Year, that's an interesting one. I'm trying to think. I got to have to think a little bit, too. I got to go back to the picks quickly. Who's the, def- who's the good defenders that got picked early? I'm trying to think. Who do you got? I'm going with Chase Young. I think Chase oh. Young, He the reason why I'm going to – I was between him and Kinlaw. I chose Young because I think he could be that game changer, even though in camp he's really struggled a little bit. But I think he could be that next great pass rusher. I really do. And Washington football team needs somebody like that. You know, I actually have an, I have a good pick. I'm not gonna. I'm not just gonna ride on Young. I was gonna do that, but how about Lakuda? That was a good one too. I was thinking that he he could be the next shutdown corner. He really can. He has potential to be a shutdown corner. I'm excited to see what happens. Um, there's another. There's a coach of the year we have, right? Oh yes. Coach of the year. I forgot about that one. Coach of the year. Who do you got? Adam Gase. Huh? <laughs> no, no. Okay, they get side. 
Um, okay, let me think quickly. I have an idea though. I'm gonna NFC. Hmm, NFC. I'm gonna try to think of something quick. I have some thoughts on this. You know what? NFC. Sean Payton. Why not? Okay. Uh, NFC. Um, I'm gonna do the Broncos coach. Trying to think who that is quickly. Oh, uh, Vic Fangio. Oh, yeah, Fangio. Vic Fangio. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, him. For the NFC coach of the year, I'm going to go with Bruce Arians. How could you not look at all the stuff he has in the wind and all the weapons he has? It's going to be – and coaching that, I think Bruce Arians wins in the AFC. I'm going to go with – you know what? I'm going to have to ride in the AFC with – you know what? Sean McDermott. Oh. I think he, he – I hate to admit it, He's changed the Bills, and he, he's done a fantastic job with that squad. He's really changed the culture, as they say. And it's cliche a lot of times, but he's actually done it. I know. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, man, Jules, I think we covered everything, dude, don't you think? We did all of our awards, our predictions. How excited are you for football? Um, I'm feeling good. Let's get it, baby. I'm ready to make it happen. It's time. We've been waiting for this for a long time. Let's go. Let's get it. You know, we are getting back to football tomorrow. Don't forget to ch- to tune in to the first game of the 2020 season between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans. Julian and I will have a pre we'll have a pregame show for that. We're going to have a preview for that. We'll have that up for you guys tomorrow. Yeah, but we're going to have our picks and everything. We're about to post this one as well. Football time's back with a lot of podcasts. Let's get it. Yep, let's do All it. Right. So up as always, brother. Yep. So so. You can catch us on Grunt Talks MLB. Catch us on Grunt Talks G&T. My personal Twitter is btomps81. Jules? Yeah, oh, my personal Twitter is JulianGalardi11. <laughs> I got JulianGalardi. Oh, wow. My bot just so badly. Instagram, JulianGalardi11. Twitter, JulianGalardi1. Yeah, it's been a long and day. Everybody, everybody check out Thrive Fantasy. Remember, use the promo code GRUNT and you get a match deposit. And there's a and also check my Twitter. I have some promotions for Thrive Fantasy. I know I'm definitely going to check that out. I yeah, bet Julian will check it out. So everybody try it out. Remember, use Grunt and they will match your deposit up to two hundred and fifty dollars. So everybody, let's get back to football. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Much love, brother. I have spoken. I have spoken.